When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Monday, February 26th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Talking Monday Night Raw tonight, the uh, post-show, the post-Raw uh, to Elimination Chamber. The Raw after, the build-up to WrestleMania really began in earnest tonight. We saw much, much more happening as far as Roman Reigns uh, been setting up his match with Brock. We saw more happen with Ronda Rousey. We saw some more developments in the women division, women's division, but not a clear path yet. Um, and yeah, the piece is being moved. Uh, with us as always, Raj Geary, Mr. Matt Morgan will be coming along. And we're going to have a guest later in the episode. Uh, we're going to have Brandon Howard Thurston as well to talk a little bit about the business side of the WWE. Raj, how's it going, man? Good, man. How are you? Doing well. I got to say, everything except for that last segment tonight, more or less delivered. Yeah, I mean, that last segment, I thought there was there's some positives, some negatives to it. I thought just Kurt Angle just, you know, getting killed from that sloppy crunch from Triple H was uh, non-convincing. But I thought Ronda was a lot more comfortable uh, than, oh, than the night before. So um, over, I, overall, I actually, you know, this show to me didn't feel as long as it has lately. So I, I, I like the show for the most part. Yeah, um, and a show bookended by women's segments. I mean, we opened, man, first half an hour, a little over a half an hour. Uh, started with Alexa Bliss coming out and giving a promo about Elimination Chamber last night. Uh, out there with Mickey, um, interrupted by Asuka, interrupted by Nia. Then Bailey and Sasha came out, devolved into a brawl, and then a six-woman tag match was made during the commercial break. Um, I got to say, as far as six-woman tags go, this is the best they've done it in terms of one opening the show with that promo, but setting it up to further the storyline. Um, I have to say, like, if we have to have a six woman tag tonight was uh, the best rendition of it. Mr. Matt Morgan, how's it going, man? Good. What's up, guys? How much looking looking really ed really smart there with the glasses, man? <laughs> yeah. While well, we got four people on the night show. So uh, Brandon's joining us to talk. Uh, Brandon will be joining us to talk a, a little bit about the business side with Brock Lesnar's contract coming up after we do the Raw review. Ah, what's up, Brandon? Good to see you. He, he can't. He, we, he, We're he, keeping he, him in an isolated booth. He's, he's hidden right segment. now. Right. Ah, okay. um, so we'll go beat by beat and segment by segment. But Matt, what did you think of them starting off the show with Alexis promo and then going into that six-woman match? Great promo. Um the match had to happen, obviously, to start setting things up, but uh, I, I, nothing crazy. I mean, what'd you guys think? I, I mean, I wasn't put off or put on either way. I like the protection they did with Nia Jax, though. Yeah. 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 I'm curious where they're going with. Um... Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. One second. Um, yeah. I'm curious where they're going with, with Asuka because it, it did, you know, the plan was for. Heard to face Charlotte, but as we saw with the Miz tonight, it looks like he's going to be facing Seth and Finn in a in a three way instead of Braun. So maybe they reshuffle things and and Oscar's staying on the Raw side. So um, we'll see. It, it it doesn't seem like they're building to her leaving for SmackDown. Yeah, 
Um, and I have to say, you know, tonight I think was a more tasteful version, uh, if there is such a way to do it from a heel perspective, even of Alexa mocking Oscar, saying, you know, I know you don't speak English very well. I think that was that was done the best way it could have been done, not like what Jinder did with Nakamura and imitating him. I mean, I think for some people on Twitter I saw, they thought that might have gone a little too close to the line, but I thought tonight that no. was a better – well, I agree with you, Matt. I think that was – if you're going to do that, she's a heel. She's supposed yes. to be come across that way, but she didn't do it in a way that was, um, you know, insulting, uh, not the same way that Jinder did. Yeah, it wasn't really offensive, like uh, – uh, like the gender stuff was. Here's what I'll say to that. You guys go to, again, you go to a movie. The people that are complaining about this are saying, oh, it was kind of close to the line. And I'm talking about the gender stuff. Yeah. I mean, even though I thought that was close, I did think it was kind of close to the line, but I thought about it afterwards. If I went to a movie, would I walk away saying that? If there was a villain in the movie being a jerk who was going to get their comeuppance for saying that, would I care? No. You it, would know what? Make me hate, it would make me hate them more to, and want to see them get their ass kicked. I think I almost think nowadays, though, it would still come across as dated. I think if you did a Rocky movie where even if it is the the heels, you know, talking, you know, using racist stuff against the good guy, I just think it it would come across as I don't know. It's kind of usually when you see the race based storylines in like sports movies and stuff, it's showing stuff from the past. You know, it's like a. A history movie. Yeah, uh, saying, look how bad it was in the 1950s. Look how bad Jackie Robinson had it. Right. You know, um, but yeah, it is kind of weird. You go to a movie now and you can see somebody kill 20 guys on screen and blowing, you know, uh, planning to blow up a place in a terrorist plot. People go, oh, but you made him racist and that's just too far. That's just too much. (laughs) You know, Uh, I think it is a much more hot button issue these days. Uh, But anyhow, I thought. But yeah, when was the first time they opened with the women's segment that didn't involve Stephanie McMahon? I mean, it's. I can't remember the last I'm time. Gu- I'm, gu- I'm guessing a Charlotte and Sasha angle is what I would predict. Yeah, so, so that was a while back. Yeah, they've done it more there. I mean, I can't remember certainly the last time SmackDown did it, but Raw has done a couple of these, but you're right. Stephanie's been involved in most. I thought this was a great way to kick off the show and show their you know commitment to the women's division and giving them that match. Love that we saw not a heel turn by Bailey, but sort of a, hey, Sasha, our friendship is, is broken. I'm not going to help you. We did have a phantom heel turn by Mickey. She was <laughs> randomly a heel this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good, man. You know, I dig it. Uh, curious how this shakes out between now and Mania, but I thought this was a really good way to open the show. I thought the, I thought the first half of the match was, was there, and then the last half was really strong. And I, I, I really love Bailey ducking that tag from Sasha. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah I, th- I thought it finished really, really strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, John Cena. Wait, man. who got the win on that? It was oh, Asuka, so Asuka over Bailey. Mickey. Yeah, over Mickey. yeah, Asuka pin Mickey. So Asuka, Bailey, and Sasha won. Uh, next week, Asuka and Nia are getting a rematch on Monday Night Raw. But, uh, man, talk about opening big. So then they had John Cena come out. Poor John Cena. How's he going to get to WrestleMania? To SmackDown. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, did you watch Raw Talk last night, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Like, that was weird. That was... Think- the only thing he didn't do was kick the can. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, is even the youngest Cena fan, can can they fall for this? Like, really, like, Cena's not going to be on the WrestleMania card that he has to fight for. Like, he can't be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. It um, might, but what was up with the Undertaker part? That's what I don't understand. Yeah. 
So, so from what I heard, I so what I what it seems like is Cena is going to be facing Nakamura at Fastlane, and uh, okay. I'm okay. I'm not sure what the stip is going to be or if there is one. My guess is Cena loses to Nakamura, and then the next night they do something with Taker. Then, so, um, but yeah, we'll see. That's the rumor. Um, yeah, because you're right. I, that should have tipped a hand. Actually, the fact that he said anytime they say. Them in the back are going to be pissed at him. Say this, but <laughs> right. it's at work. Um, yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah, that's true. He kind of yeah. did say that, right? Yeah, he, he, like, did. Oh. he did. Um, yeah, he, he's not going to tease a match with Undertaker just to say, "Oh, but it's not happening." Right. But they got they got to keep this going up until that match gets announced. I want Cena to not shave for a couple days. I want like a slow, sad <laughs> version of the horns. He, come, he comes to the ring just drunk with a yeah. Like that, that, that Charlie Brown sad music, him just sort of shuffling out with his head hung low. You know, I mean, let's really take the man down before we build him back. I just up. think you could have tweaked this storyline just a little bit. You know, he should have been saying that his goal, he's done everything in this business. His goal is to break Ric Flair's record at WrestleMania. So that way you had him trying at the Royal Rumble to get the title shot. Then he tried an elimination chamber to get the title shot. Now he's going to smack down to see if he could find a you know, way. So at least that makes more sense than he's not going to be put on the WrestleMania card. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, tomorrow night, it'll, it, back down, we'll get a boost out of this, I'm sure. Um, they showed the promo yeah. late in the show for it. So we'll see. But I think him him versus Nakamura at Fastlane, that would be great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get it confirmed. I haven't posted it yet on Wrestling Inc., but that's the that's what's someone who's pretty um, uh, pretty reliable told me. Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Kurt Hawkins just sits back and catering the entire show, texting Raj scoops. Raj is an easy read. We should just list every single <laughs> WWE superstar. I think we'll be able to get, figure it out. And you know the wrestlers don't know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, it's like it's yeah, just they reach out to us asking what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, so yeah, I thought the Cena segment look, this is a different direction for him, but uh, yeah, I mean, let's let's see what happens on SmackDown mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt versus Heath Slater tonight. Um, calling out Matt Hardy after this feud's continuing. Uh, Mr. Matt Morgan, is there anything they can do to make you interested? In no, this, at this point. no, no, and that sucks because uh, I, I think I, I, I really wanted to like this. I really wanted to like Matt Hardy's new, you know, new character and whatnot. It's just it ain't working. Yeah, it was so tough. So I was looking for something soft to throw at my screen, uh, <laughs> but I didn't. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, man, they won't end this thing. Um, Will this go to Mania? But at least, at least Bray Wyatt cut a promo that I could actually pay attention to. You know, the whole the whole time it was short and sweet. Um, Will they wrestle at Mania? Six weeks is a long time to keep this up. So Matt Hardy was saying uh, he was tweeting after that they're you know inviting him to his compound. So maybe that's that's what they Ooh. do next. Oh, is it too late? If they pull, let me ask you this, Garage. If he's able to pull out the whole, like as good as they did it with TNA at his compound, yeah, to that level of success, where you walk away going, "Wow, that was very different. That was cool. That was innovative. I liked it." Does he draw you back in? 
I could, you know, sometimes all it takes is that one thing. I mean, look at Aiden English singing Rusev Day that one time and, and <laughs> what that did. So uh, I don't know. I, it, this feud, it, it wouldn't draw me back in this feud, but as far as Matt Hardy and that character, yeah. they could they could tweak it and fix it. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I just think with Bray Wyatt, it's just been, it's just been death. Man, that's crazy. For a match that's probably going to be on the pre-show. At best. I mean, think. Well, we, I that, mean, that better not be on the damn card. Yeah. That's uh, tough, man. They're committed to it, though. Um, and it, that was even more so than usual, that match tonight had to follow Cena in the women's first half hour. I mean, that was yeah. tough. Um, and then after that, this was interesting. So what was the deal with the Miz's match tonight? He was told it's gonna something about tonight's match is going to involve your future plans for WrestleMania. I love the promo the Miz cut at the beginning, uh, plugging his upcoming USA show, Miz and Misses, talking about all his accomplishments, um, how long he's had the IC title. And then we had Seth Rollins versus the Miz, Seth winning that, and then the Miz versus Finn Balor with the Miz Taraj and Gallows and Anderson ejected from ringside, where Finn beat the Miz. Um, it does seem like this is building towards a triple threat at WrestleMania mm -hmm. for the IC title. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, so it looks like they changed their their minds on doing Braun versus the Miz. Thank thank God, because I, I just felt like that you know it wasn't there. It, that match just visually just doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, I mean, so I, I think that match could be awesome with uh, Seth Finn and and the Miz. Um, I mean, just you know Seth and Finn in there. I mean, they they could tear it down. So. Is that really a shoot? If, if he holds the title for another two months, he'll be the longest reigning. If you come, I think it's if you combine all the title reigns. Yeah. Oh uh, well, Jesus, that's not the same thing as somebody who. Okay. Oh yeah, honky tonk man. No one's gonna in this era. No one's gonna be able to. It to was break what that. two years? One year? It was like a year and a half, something like that. Right. It was uh, like a year and four months, I think. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. So, oh. man, Seth Rollins with that splash across the ring, that frog splash on Miz, mm -hmm. that was uh, – Rob Van Dam must have been proud. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's feeling himself right now, Seth. Yeah, he's had, a, he's, had an amazing, he's had an amazing past couple of weeks. He has. Yeah, I mean, in a way, it seems like uh, – well, I, this is good, right? I mean, look, Finn – and Seth, I, I I think this is a chance. I don't know that Seth needs to be elevated, but um, the Miz is gonna. I think the promos in this, the Miz is definitely gonna help quite a bit. I think yes. the match will be great, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what it does for him Finn, coming out of Maine. Finn. Finn can use the title here. Seth don't need yeah. it. Yeah, especially uh, maybe if they turn him heel after Mania for uh, Roman's first post Mania feud. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Who Finn? Who Finn? Uh, no, Seth. Seth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, man. So we're gonna talk about the Roman Reigns segment in a moment. A lot of people. A lot of people pop for that tonight, and I'll be curious to get your takes. So we're coming up on that in a minute. But first, I want to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Dollar Shave Club. Matt, you're a longtime Dollar Shave Club fan. You were talking about yes. using not only for your face, but shaving your body when you have to, you know, make those muscles pop, get rid of that hair. Yeah, I've, I've, it's so funny that they're a sponsor because usually you say these you plugs for these sponsors and it's something that they'll send you when you 
you'll use. And you're like, oh, this is, this is pretty good. This is something I've been using for years and years and years since the first commercial came out, actually. The dude, the owner walking around the warehouse, it, 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 it was so old. It was so many years ago. And I was hooked on it because of how cheap they were. I said, I'll try it out. From that moment on, I still, to this very day, every single month like clockwork, get my razors. Um, and they last way longer. Like, I don't even need, I, I need to cut it off is what I need to do. Because I, <laughs> I, go, I, I don't go through them. Um, they last long. They last longer than they say they do. A lot longer. And, and my lazy butt doesn't always change them. And um, that's how sharp they are. Because we're talking about a 7-foot, 300-pound Neanderthal having to shave his back, his chest, his legs to compete. And it's not just to get on stage and compete. Like when I got to uh, pose in front of my coach and stupid crap like that, I, I've got I've got to be to bring out your vascularity and your veins. You, you got to shave your whole body in order to do that. It's annoying yeah. as hell, but to, but to have a good razor is super important. And it's less effeminate than me using my wife's Venus every single time to do so. <laughs> so you know what I mean. It, it, my, the bottom line is it works. Um, you, you don't really you don't you're not going to nick yourself with it. Um, all the extra stuff that they do sell on the side, a lot of my friends like, and a lot of them we use, like the, the Dr. Car, uh, what's it called? The Dr. Carver, um, shave butter, shave butter. That, that's good stuff. Um, I've used that, but as far as the blades go themselves, that's what I can really speak on the most. I dry shave a lot of the time and, uh, the stuff is awesome. They last forever and it's a good company. The guys behind it are, are amazing actually. So Geniuses. if you're going to get razors, get this, get, get this brand, honestly. When they figured it out, I mean, they figured out Dollar Shave Club, dollarshaveclub.com, how to deliver everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. You heard Matt talk about it. The razors are the best, and they're more than just razors now. And it's better than shopping in a store because they have everything, everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Shampoo, body wash, toothpaste, and of course, the best razors you've ever used. You've heard Raj and I talk about it. The times that we do shave, use our high-quality Dollar Shave Club Executive Razor, the Dr. Carver Shave Butter that glides gently across your skin. And what I love about it, you can see what you're shaving. So important if you're trying to touch up the beard and uh, just even things out. And they deliver everything to you, which means no more trips to the store, wandering the aisles, hunting for razors, shampoo, toothpaste, yada, yada, yada. And you don't have to take time out of your day so you can go try and find the cashier, get them to unlock the razor case and sell you some stuff. With Dollar Shave Club, you can go for the gold. You join Dollar Shave Club today and for just $5 with free shipping, you'll get, it says this on the copy, folks, you'll get their shit shower and shave mm -hmm. starter set. It has mm -hmm. the six-blade executive razor plus trial sizes of the shave butter, the body cleanser, and the one-wipe Charlie's. Go back a few podcasts ago to listen to three grown men in their 40s talking about the brilliance of the One Wipe Charlie. And then they'll keep the blades coming to you for just a few bucks more a month. Get yours right now, $5 with free shipping. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. And we are thrilled to have them as a sponsor of the podcast. Thank you, Dollar Shave Club, for help, helping make the Wrestling Inc. podcast possible. So tonight, the big dog, Roman Reigns, we're trying to figure out, was Brock Lesnar supposed to be there? He was advertised for being there. Yes. Yeah. He's been advertised since December. Yeah. So mm -hmm. he was advertised for the show. It wasn't something they threw on last night, you know, at, at the Elimination Chamber just to do this angle. He really was. He really was advertised for the show. Yeah. And I got to say to me, this feels like if nothing else has worked, let's have Roman go out there and speak some truth. And we've talked about this all along. Oftentimes it feels like too much of this is scripted. Tonight had that shoot-like quality. I'm sure everything you said was approved. Uh, but the way mm -hmm. he did that and talking about 
Brock being a part-timer, not bothering to show up, collecting a paycheck, it resonated. And this has done more looking at the response online to get him over than any promo perhaps he's ever cut before. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what do I say to that? Yeah, yes. That, I thought yeah. this was the best, probably the best promo of his uh, career, at least on the main roster. Um, you know, I'm trying I'm, to think back. It is. I'm not, I'm not a fan of him ending it with bitch every time. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe he believes that, to be honest, whenever he uses it. I don't know why. He said it with Cena, too, and I didn't believe him then either. Um, but everything else I did, absolutely did. The guy's talking from the heart about, you know, bloodline running so thick. You know, he's born in this business. Uh, the respect he has for it, how hello we show up, I show up. That was the most, uh, out of any sentence Roman Reigns has ever uttered on a microphone, the, but I always would, is the most straightforward and most honest and most 100% thing I've ever seen him feel as yeah. he said it. Yeah, I mean, this the promo reminded me a lot of when he, you know when he had to Cena. feel with Cena, except with Cena, you weren't really buying a lot of the stuff he was saying. It just felt like he, it was kind of being forced. And Reigns, it, it didn't seem as natural as it did tonight. Like I felt like it really resonated tonight. I thought I thought Reigns was great here. He seemed, I mean, you just wonder sometimes, like if he had more uh, just free reign or, or whatever it is. Uh, it's their job to give him something. Every one of those guys now, it's their job to give them something to sink their teeth into and have some type of, because not every time you get the, the, the luxury of talking about something you're passionate about, and that's the difference. It's night and day. If you know that with Roman Reigns that it's night and day difference, a scripted promo versus with it's just a regular match versus Roman talking from the heart about something he actually really gives a crap about, then your job as a writer to keep putting him in those goddamn predicaments to do so. Like, how yeah. hard is that? It's not brain surgery. You see the formula that works for the guy. You want him to get over his baby face. Simple. Keep letting him talk about things that he is passionate about, like yeah. deeply passionate about. And, and it's a home run every damn time. He was, you could tell he was vexed. Brock was not there. Yeah. Mm. And, you, you know, people like, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan's cut a similar promo on Brock, but they never really went that far. Like this was the farthest someone has gone regarding Brock's part-time yeah. schedule and not really loving the business. And that's kind of one thing that I think all fans know is that Brock doesn't, yeah. He's, he's not in love with the business. He's there for the money, but we fans usually don't care. But the way Reigns phrased everything made you want to care about that and made you be like, oh, yeah, that, that really is true. And and uh, it, can, it gets you on his side. That's the most interesting. Yeah, and here's the guy in the middle of the ring that is, is you know is pouring his heart out about how much he, he always does show up. He loves this. Why are we giving him such a hard time in this situation, actually? You know what? Boo Brock Lesnar, you know? <laughs> I think uh, kind of like that. Yeah, in terms of impact, I thought this was a little CM Punkish. Not so much the pipe bomb, but the idea of the voice of the voiceless. I'm here to complain about the things that everyone really cares about, but no one ever has the guts to say on this microphone in front of this camera. And I think that's part of why it resonated tonight, man. I think it's like we've said it on this podcast about Brock. People say it on Twitter. People say it all over social media. You read articles about it. Roman being the mouthpiece for those critiques coming from a sincere place. I think that's... That was money, but how do they keep following this up? You know, next week maybe he'll be complaining about all the camera zooms and the hard cuts. Or yeah, and what's up with all these multi-tag women's matches? You know, no, uh, no he's not going to be complaining I'm... about all the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with all these multi-women tag. <laughs> yeah, so, so Brock get, get the fans on his side. You know, be like, and I think Road Dog's doing a terrible job on SmackDown Live. 
Yeah, so I wonder, you know, like, uh, so Brock was supposed to be there tonight. I wonder if they purposely just pulled him off, knowing that he really was supposed to be on and get people talking. Because back in 2015, yeah. uh, when the similar situation was playing out, Brock, Brock's contract was coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, it was expiring after WrestleMania. And then there was an, uh, a Raw that he showed up to, had a big argument with Vince McMahon, took off early, never appeared on the show. And uh, so it might just be that they're playing off of that. This is going to get people talking because he really was supposed to be there. But, um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was extremely well done. Now, if there's more to it, um, I think we'll, it'll, we'll find out soon enough. But yeah. if it was just an angle, it was still more effective than if Brock was on and they did a face-off. So. No question. Yeah. Oh, man, God, compared to hearing Heyman do the same thing again. Um, but yeah, please, you know, WWE creative, not that you watch this, but if you are, please, for the love of God, do the job, do your job you're being paid to do, and put this dude in a predicament to give him things he's passionate about. That's the job. You now know what those are. It's easy. It's anything that embodies this business and what he's done so far and being on the road and not missing anything I know. We've heard it from others, but we've not heard it from others with the passion that he just did. It wasn't just you, in my opinion. Yeah. You cut out a little bit right there at the end, but oh well. Could you imagine if like Vince and Michael Hayes and Kevin Dunn and these guys watched all the podcasts online and listened to them and they just sat around crying during the week, they, like, you know, being like, Why don't they like us? We try so hard. Oh they do, definitely do. Vince have does people not that care. have to work. <laughs> No, they have people that have to watch all of this, though. They have every single bit of this, trust me. Yeah. Crazy. Um, Absolutely crazy. But, yeah, so, I, you know, a great segment. I thought it was really good. Fantastic. But it's that thing. It's like, man, how do they follow this up? A lot of weeks. But this could be the turning point. It's just and, all about uh, where they go from here. Brock's supposed to be at the Saturday's house show in Chicago. And pretty much all the Raws, I think, going forward. And he's working like a live event every week uh, until Mania. And then his contract's up. Keep him off Raw. Have him no show every week between now and Mania. Yeah, that would get, keep that would do. That would be so effective. Yeah, I think it would. Oh, legitimate mean, heat, finally. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have him send Paul out with like a big binder and be like, per my client's contract. No, says, no, don't even do that. It no, makes it, that you get Heyman no out show. there. It makes it seem like it's a work. Then. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. Don't go. Yeah. yeah, keep them off TV. We'll see. We'll see if they have the restraint to do that. Um, I wonder, was there a dark match after all went off the air tonight? Have we heard anything? Um, Brock sure Lesnar versus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see him doing that. I could. That's how. I mean, yeah, that's would take right? all the heat out of this this storyline. Brock shows up <laughs> to work the dark match. Um, man. Uh, okay, so after that. Nobody asked for this, but you know what? They gave it to us anyhow. Two out of three falls match for the Raw Tag Team titles. Titus Worldwide uh, versus uh, The Bar. No <laughs> uh, more. With the world's worst promo afterwards. I love Seamus. He's a friend. I hate saying this. This was horrible, followed by a even worse promo. Yeah. It was terrible. Where do you go with them right now? I don't really know. I don't know. I don't have an answer. And you know what sucks? I don't care. Yeah. That's I mean, that's the thing about but... this. Those are Seamus is a former world champion. Yeah. yeah. Like I should care way more. And I, I'm, I'm, ugh. I feel like if you're getting as much TV time as they get each week, look, we know these guys mm -hmm. are incredible in the ring. Absolutely. Some of the best on the roster, but they need to keep coming up with new stuff. 
they need to keep coming up with things to keep it fresh, to keep it original, to keep it interesting, because I feel like they're just running this into the ground. Well, there's just there's Again, just nothing there. They have good matches, and that's kind of that's kind of been it for a while. I just don't understand. Don't they have like now fifty writers? You guys are telling me now, like thirty or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Like around thirty. It's guys, there's not one of you, not one of you that don't see this isn't working. Yeah, and, and have the balls to say something about it. I don't know what they do because there's like no tag teams on Raw right now. And that's okay. what they said at the end. They basically said at the end, they there's nothing left for that. us to do. Yeah. So, so there's either a call-up or they're going to SmackDown. I uh, doubt so they would. Oh, go ahead, Matt. <clears throat> why not have them at a freaking pub? I know it would be entertaining as hell. Yes, they're heels, and then, but they'll know how to get heat once the match starts, and they can get away with this. Have them do some entertaining skits at a pub Yeah. with Sheamus trying to take Cesaro and getting him f- effed up. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. Sheamus getting a – what's his name? Cesaro – Getting in a uh, shown in a cab, going home hammered with some disgusting looking beast. You know what I mean? And, and, and what's his name clowning him for? It. I, there's so many things you could do. A bar fight like you did with uh, APA. Um, yeah. There's a million things you can do without pulling on the the non tag team division that is not there anymore. Actually, now would be a good time to do it too, since they said they've ran through all the tag teams. There's no one for them to face. Every week you have them like out somewhere, since they don't need to be at Raw since they've beaten everyone. Yeah, um, I just don't know what the end game is because it, you know, if this was after WrestleMania, I'd say now would be a great time to bring up the like the authors of Pain. You know, yeah, because yeah. now you clean them out, you think you're done, and boom. But I think I don't think you'd want to bring in an NXT tag team and throw them into a WrestleMania match right away. See. I thought that's what was going to happen. You know, that there's nobody else. There's nobody else. That's usually the cue for, yeah. you know, Ultimate Warriors music to hit. You know what I mean? And you get the crap kicked out of you or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if they went to SmackDown or if they just, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe what this is building up is that there'll be them versus the Usos at Mania. Um, that they want SmackDown's best because they've run through all of Raw. They already did that. They did yeah, that, that Survivor Series. Yeah, and you know what? That doesn't that doesn't entertain me either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are they going to do? Feed them to the Bludgeon Brothers? I mean, I don't. Th- I don't think they're going to move anyone over before Mania. Yeah. There's got to be an angle with this. I can't figure out what and it is. Revival. They they've been you know with Gallows marginalized too much. Yeah. And definitely that too, guys. They're not going to be on the main card. It's just not happening. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll see. Uh, after that, uh, great Hall of Fame package. The Warrior Award recipient, recipient uh, Jerry's that? JJ yeah. Robinson. That's seriously charismatic. As oh now. my god! <laughs> he was. He was. I mean, the, these things like they they bring they they make you they choke you up a little bit, and then they of crack course. you up too. The kid when he told him is that. Uh, when the was like, am, am, "Are you am I your second favorite?" He's like, "Yeah, no, you're at the bottom of my list." <laughs> <laughs> that kid's great. No, absolutely. Um, and you know, I just I love what he's done with the "It Takes Lives to Save Lives" movement. Everybody, you know, I tweeted this out there, but go to organdonor.gov. Like, it literally will take a minute of your time, depending on your state. So easy to do. What a mitzvah to give uh, somebody if you should leave this earth that they should benefit from your organs and tissue. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just wish uh, you know you know. A couple things with the Warrior Award. I, I wish they had this named after someone else. Um, 
Someone who really did a lot of charity work or humanitarian right. work or, you right. know. I was looking on Twitter for that. I was just looking yes. for someone to tweet at him like, congratulations, Jarius. Too bad Warrior was a piece of shit, but you seem like a good kid. You know who, um, I mean, you know who legit would be way better and they wouldn't, they won't do it because he doesn't have that WWE history. It would be Goldberg. Goldberg has done a ton of stuff for like not gonna, kids. Yeah. I know they wouldn't, they're not going to do it, but, uh, you know, guys like that that have legitimately done all this uh, work. It's tough kids. every year too because I feel like they just unearth more stuff that Warrior said, yeah, yeah. you know, in the later years of his life. Like every year, it seems to just get worse and worse and worse and harder to bear. Really? Now, yeah, these were all public things he said. Yeah, they were all public when he said them. Um, yeah, maybe part of it's just the climate, but it just seems kind of weird that you know. I, I agree with you though, both of you guys, as far as the war being called that. It's just it, it's awkward. You know what, though? As soon as his wife comes out holding it, though, it changes my opinion immediately. Yeah, when you see her with the daughters and everything. Yes, that, what a sweet, what, a, what an incredibly sweet family. Yeah. And, and also, the, the other thing was they, they mentioned uh, that they created this award from the Warriors Hall of Fame speech. But what the Warrior was saying in his Hall of Fame speech was he wished, like, the guys backstage got recognized, you know, like the the cameraman and, and yes. guys like that. So that's you, exactly what that's where you're thinking like guys like a Jim Johnston who did all the, the interest that, themes. For that sure. would be a great award. Why not do that? Exactly. You know, people behind the scenes that, that never get recognized. And Vince legitimately cares about those people. I swear to you, he does. He knows everybody's names, everybody's yeah. like, it's impressive to watch. Like you want, you, you tail them around. I was with, I don't know who it was. I was maybe Paul London or somebody. We were walking around to see, at the very beginning of the day, because Vince says hi to everybody he passes by generally, and he knows their name. Yeah. It's not it's not always hi, hey pal. He says their name if they're a worker, a non wrestler, but but working in the arena. And it's not a third party company, right? It's a WWE company. People, he knows all their names. We're following around to see if we can catch them, not knowing them. He knows everybody's name. Yeah, and you can get guys like Pat Patterson getting a second Hall of Fame award because all the stuff he did, did, you know, he created the Royal Rumble. I mean, he's done, you know, so much stuff backstage that there's a lot of deserving guys that, that could, you know, use say what a, you, say award what, like Say that. what you want, obviously, but whoever's making the video packages, you know, there's so many different things. Um, oh, I'll tell you who, Magic, the guy, the guy who, I don't even know if he's there anymore, uh, Richie Morgan. He's a guy, we, we, I don't know why we called him Magic, but we did, and it was this, section where he'd have everything you can think of for that was to do to be gimmicked up for your match you know what i mean like 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 an exploding cinder block for seth rollins to use on uh what was his name uh, uh ambrose for that curb stomp you know what i mean when they fought against each other mm -hmm. um those types of things he's everyone loved that guy like that's the type of person that you get these awards to they should totally do that yeah because that is what warrior was talking about yeah <laughs> Just to run through it again, because some of the chat room uh, is a little heated about some of my comments. We, you know, we've talked about this last year. The lawyer so said what? some racist things, some homophobic things, bashed some, uh, some people some. Who, for having cancer. Yeah, I'm putting it a little lightly some. here, and I'm not. I'm not going to read through <laughs> the lowlights. Guy was one of my favorite wrestlers, but the absolutely. The day, guy, and let me say this. Said, I'm sorry, Matt. He said a lot. I'm telling the viewers watching this. He said a lot. And he yeah. legally changed his name to Warrior, so don't tell me, oh, well, there's a difference between the performer and the guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. He showed, 
he, she did, I mean, you see the transcripts of this, going, what, what he sometimes went and said at different schools. He, you know what I mean, guys, it's out there. I hate saying it because I loved him as a performer. I still love him as a performer. I didn't change my opinion of him as a performer, actually. Yeah. You know, but, but we're talking about, you know, the man. Because obviously it can't be the performer. The performer wasn't doing charity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless he was forced to. You know, and I think it's a, it's a very complex issue, and people could say what they want about it. But I think when you're naming the award after that person, you have yeah. to take the good with the bad. You know, and there's no distinction. They're not naming. There's no uh, you know Hulk award that they're doing, saying, oh well, Hulk Hogan's not allowed to be in our company anymore, but we named an award after. Him. So right. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's just based on Hulk's character in the company. <laughs> we're naming the award, but he's not allowed. I'm just yeah. saying, uh, and. This will not be the only time this comes up. I mean, it might be the only time it comes up on our podcast. Every year this happens because of this award. And I think that we should be celebrating the individual. We should be celebrating Jarius and not, you know, that's the problem that they bring the warrior into the conversation by naming the award after him. And I think this should be all about the recipient, in this case, Jarius, who's done amazing things and raising awareness for organ donation. So enough about that. Um, tweet at me all your tweets whatever does it drive you nuts it. when they're like this media outlet broke it first today <laughs> it's yeah. like they just every monday what some different media outlet just happens to break it you know never two on the same day when's the last time the wwe fed you a story to break raj they don't they don't feed, they'll <laughs> they'll send statements and stuff but they but it's clear that you know obviously they're sending these these things out they, yeah yeah um anyhow after that Elias versus Braun Strowman. Mm -hmm. You think this is going to be, they're going to take this all the way to Mania? I hope for Braun's sake, no. Yeah. What else do you do I, with Braun? I don't know. I, I, I'd like to say, oh, maybe they're holding them in, the, in their gunslingers. Uh, gunslinger. And they're, and, and they're um, maybe they're holding it back in their pocket in case something happens with Braun. I don't know. I, I, if Brock can't go, they have him go against Rome. I don't know. I, I like to think that's not the case, but it can't be him. It can't be this guy. He's done fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Um, he was money tonight again on the microphone. You know, he being Elias. I just, Braun deserves better than this, man. Yeah. I just think a um, lot better than this. Yeah. With just the massive push he's gotten, him versus Elias just seems, uh, but they're clearly doing something in that direction. So I don't know if it's just a, a placeholder until we get to Mania for house shows. Maybe um, you're right. Because here's the thing. They're smart enough to know two guys in the same boat. It, it won't work. Only one's going to come out on top if they both face each other at Mania. Only one guy's going to get more over for it. And the other guy, not so much. Mm. Right? They can't afford to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if Samoa Joe's ready to come back, you could do that for Braun. Yeah. That's but, believable. Yeah, absolutely. That's about it. Other than that, I don't really see anything that that with with how hard they pushed him. That seems believable. But um, yeah. Anyway, this match they, they didn't have a finish, so it's clear that they're doing something with them. And then Braun chased him backstage. <sighs> Elias was doing like a brisk walk backstage, barely running at all. <laughs> and then they showed that limo, like uh, they did that limo tease, which never went anywhere. I missed that. Yeah, so uh, there he's walking by, and this limo comes up. Oh, I assume that was Stephanie and uh, Triple H. Yeah, but usually uh, when they do that, that's a surprise. Like back in the, 
you know, like when they did it with The Rock. I saw the feet come out first. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, it was weird for it to show it, and then for it to just be if yeah. that was just Triple H and stuff, or if it was supposed to be Rousey. I don't know, but it was, uh, it was odd. Yeah, I agree. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to look this up to uh, remember what happened. Okay, so last year Braun was in the Battle Royal uh, at WrestleMania. No. no, he wasn't. Was it uh, 33? Sorry to look up the wrong year. I don't think so. I don't think he's. I don't think he's been at a WrestleMania, right? Yeah, Braun? he had a face. He had a face off a Big Show in the middle of it. Yeah, was that last year? And right before they started hitting, they got intercepted. I thought by a bunch of the guys in it. Yeah, yeah, that was last year. Braun was in the armbar. Okay, so the year before, oh, they did this thing with uh, Rock and Cena with the Wyatt family. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they could put him in the Andre. Actually, with the documentary coming out, they could have him win the Andre and just run through everyone. That might be interesting. So deserves better, but he gets on Mania and gets a win. Will it be on the main card, though? The Andre? Oh, with the documentary? Definitely. I think if, I if think it's so. if it's definitely, then this makes better sense than putting him against what's his name, um, Elias. Yeah, Elias. Yeah, I you mean, can make it, him look really dominant in a battle royal. You could. Yeah, I'm guessing it all depends on who they got winning because the one year it wasn't on the pre-show was when they had Shaq, you know, as a surprise guy in there, and Baron Corbin won. Right. Yeah, Shaq. Shaq won it on the main card. No, no, Baron Corbin won it, but Shaq and Big right. Show, they teased that thing that never oh, ended up yeah. going anywhere. Gotcha. Oh, man. Um, I like the fire extinguisher stuff. I thought that was good. Like the Braun Bab brought back, uh, I'm not finished with you, yelling that at Elias. <laughs> yeah. um, man. Elias' song was great again. Yeah. Yes, oh. it was. Yes, <laughs> He's it was. on a roll, man. And that's the thing. It's like, I feel like these guys should be working something bigger to elevate them both, I think, against each other. Individually. Yeah. Individually, though. Yeah. yeah mean, not not shut, against each other. Yeah. How, how he says, and shut your mouth, is so funny. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's with such time. a disdain. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's really disgusted by yes. his hands. <laughs> yeah. He's good. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Man, um, so after that, we had the big final segment. The one, man, they showed those replays last night with Ronda and Kurt and Stephanie and Triple H. They showed those uh, like three or four times during Raw tonight. Then we get the yeah. final segment. They come out there and uh, <laughs> like uh, Stephanie. Hey, did they, yeah, go did for they it. tease Ronda? Did they say, because I fast forward to commercials. Did they actually say, hey, coming up next, Ronda Rousey? Or was it coming up next, Kurt Angle? Oh, no, they knew she was going to be there. And she said on social media today she's had to, like... But did they the say it during the broadcast? Yeah, yeah, they did at the... the okay, they, good. They said R- Rhonda's got some explaining to do and Kurt's going right, to come out. All right, because the reason I'm asking is because I'm very interested to see the number. Yeah, same here. Very interested. And this yeah. was one of those cases where they held off the biggest thing until the end of the show. Right. They, they haven't been doing a lot lately. Right. Which, okay, so I want to get your take. It was the biggest thing. It was at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Let's just walk through it quickly for everyone here. Um, they said, "Oh, Triple H," or they said, uh, "Kurt Angle had double pneumonia. Uh, he, was, <laughs> he, was saying, he was hallucinating. It was great." And then Kurt said to Ronda, "Basically, hey, I need this job. Um, I made real. it all up." Yeah, yes. I don't even think they realized the callback that that was. 
Yeah, but uh, him saying I made it up made him look weak. I oh, thought. absolutely. It was it was it ridiculous. Even if it's a swerve for next week, it, it should have been a swerve right away and been like, I made it all up. What they said was actually worse. Or, that's yes. what I thought he was going to say. Same here. Yeah. Um, Ronda with a different look tonight. More made up, which I thought was interesting. With um, the Vince McMahon walk to the ring. Yeah. I, I liked it. My wife does not like the way she walks or, and, and her faces and whatnot. I thought tonight she was spot on the face she should make for someone who just got slapped and is ready to eat someone up. Yeah, and I thought she did really good uh, for how little experience she has with her promo and everything in the ring tonight. She way better, better than tonight. last night. Here's the problem. Tonight's weaknesses were not Ronda Rousey. Nope. Not yeah. Her. It was the entire freaking segment where I'm going, what the freak was that? Right. What did I just see? Why did Triple H just punch him like that? Why? Like, it was so awkward to me. Yeah. Why did Angle, just... why did Angle say he lied and look like a, look just weak as hell? And that punch, that punch that Triple H hit him with. Missed. <laughs> and then, and, and, you know, Kurt Angle sold it, it like, uh, you know. It, it missed. It missed. Watch it. It missed him by about a good two inches, which is crazy because Hunter's one of the best punchers. Like, when you're first new and you're studying, he's one of the best punchers to watch. He has a good forehead punch. Really yeah. good. So I was surprised to see him miss. But uh, it, was, it was awkward, not in a good way. It was, yeah. what, what the freak is this cluster F? Yeah, yeah, none of that made what it sense. Like. Yeah, Stephanie, you know, she asked Stephanie to apologize. She did. Um, yeah. It was, I don't know. It just, it was just weird. Yeah. Why was weird. walk it back storyline-wise when it was so on track? I mean, I know they don't want to go too fast with this, but what, now we have to spend three weeks pretending Ronda's going to do something else at Mania before this comes back up and we end up with the tag? Where yeah, we the tag? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Just get to it already, guys. It's simple. Yeah. And what you do is you feed Ron the security guards until then. So be it. Yeah. yeah. Police police escorts. She breaks her arms. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Seeing Kurt take that punch, it didn't make me want to see that match. It didn't make me want to see him in that match. If, if that's all it takes from, you know, Triple H, it should have been he sucker punched him and ran off, you know, or something like that. Um, they think that's what that was. That's exactly what they think that was. They think that was a sucker punch and him escaping before Kirk could do anything. I'm telling you. Right, but he that's should be laying are. for dead for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was a weird angle. Yeah. I mean, it was a, a weird segment. Yeah. Man. I, like, And just kind of a letdown. I mean, last night wasn't perfect, but I was into where it was going. I, th- I thought the show was good. Even even that it was awkward, but it wasn't boring. So, you know, overall, I thought this show was a, a big improvement from recent weeks. It was. Yeah, we're in mania season. It's happening. The build. Thanks, thanks, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it feels like it finally is what I mean, Matt. We've been talking for weeks about how with the elimination chamber. Why aren't they building more towards WrestleMania? That's what I'm saying. Tonight, it felt like we're finally really building towards WrestleMania. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Kane was supposed to be there tonight. Oh, yeah. He might have been backstage. He's, he's starting back on live events this weekend. He's supposed to be facing Brock Lesnar uh, this Saturday uh, in Chicago. So, see if nothing, that happens. Uh, nothing on Mania, though, right? Nothing on Mania so far. All right. So, we got uh, Brandon joining us. Brandon, how's it going? I'm great. Matt, Raj, Glenn, thanks for having me on again. 
No, thanks for coming out. back. Yeah. A, a very uh, relevant week um, to have you on. You had just written that piece on Wrestling Inc. a, a few days ago about Ronda Rousey. Uh, kind of what she could mean for WWE business. Will she increase network subscriptions? Uh, what's been your take on everything so far? Well, I think the, the biggest effect that I'm guessing WWE thinks she's going to have for their business is with TV. Because right. a, a big thing that's changed with WWE's business over the last six years or so, uh, There's, if you look at the, at the article that's on Wrestling Inc., I, I did a study of, like, I took – their OIDA, which is a form of profit, and just looked at like where are they getting their profits from over the last six years, and the amount of profit that they're getting from television, like uh, by percentage, has has grown to the point where it's like it's almost doubled over the last six years. So I, th I think what what WWE is trying to do is show their TV partners who they're renegotiating deals with right now uh, that they have Ronda Rousey. They're going to have Ronda Rousey. You know, Tri Triple H was on the conference call a few weeks ago saying it's a multi-year deal to let everybody know we're going to have for, I think what they're probably trying to get across is that we're going to have for until the next deals start, which would be right. like September 2019, or in the case of the UK and India deals, January 2020. Now, UFC, the pay-per-views when Ronda was on, I, I almost felt like in a lot of ways she was the biggest draw that they had in a lot of ways over Conor McGregor because she would fight no names. Like Connor would usually fight like when he fought someone that was a big name, it, it drew huge. But if it was someone that wasn't as big, it wasn't as big. Ronda could fight anybody and have no undercard, and it was, and it was huge. A, and it was a lot about the conflict between Connor and his opponent. Whereas Ronda, there didn't need to be conflict; just her name drew, like Hulk Hogan. Right. Yeah. And she brought in this new, different audience. Do you think that yeah, would be right. happening here? Like, will will there be a bunch of people that never subscribed before signing up for the network? Yeah, uh, on, uh, on, on Russellomics Radio this past weekend, uh, David Bickenspan was on with me. He made the point that, you know, Ronda Rousey brings in a different fan, not, not necessarily a UFC fan, but a Ronda Rousey fan who's, right. you know, like, like, you, like you're saying, maybe Conor McGregor needed a, a hot opponent to, to draw big money. But Ron, Ronda Rousey faced. Go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. I don't see, though, how increased subscriptions at all, though. What was she, she won't be on any of those side shows. Right. I think it depends a lot on like what's their schedule really going to be. We don't really know yet. I, I think like for WrestleMania, at least there's the prospect of you're going to get a lot of free subscriptions, maybe from people oh, who are going to yeah. try it out yeah. around Rousey. Whether those free subscriptions are going to convert to paid, though, is the real question. Right. right? And I think a lot of that is going to depend on how good is this presentation that we're just starting to see the beginnings of now. How good are the matches? How good are the Ronda Rousey promos? And how well does she make that transition into being a pro wrestler? And would this be one year? Because they like to inflate the the network number, right? For the for the the stock call, for the the quarter calls and everything. Would this be smarter? The since you got Ronda Rousey this time, to not give away those free subscriptions for WrestleMania, to not have that one month free that and and see how many paying people you get. Because this is like a one time you got someone that does bring in a different fan base that is there for her. Um, would that? add a, a lot to the paid number as opposed to doing the free mania subscriptions where they will just cancel once it's over. Yeah. I, I think there's an argument to be made there. I know WWE has taken a lot of heat from, I don't know, wrestling business commentators like myself about doing the free, the free WrestleMania campaign for the last couple of years. They've done it. The first, I believe it's the first two years they did not offer a free trial. You couldn't get a free trial during WrestleMania season, but in these last two years they have. Hmm. I would never give Mania away either. I just wouldn't. I don't. I don't know. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who, who argue WrestleMania was the one pay-per-view they should have left on traditional pay-per-view. And they right. would probably be a more profitable company if they did that. Oh, they, they would. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And, and the, because that's one of those decisions you can't go back. Once you've right. given and put it for free, you can't like be like next year. It's not on the network. It's just going to be on pay-per-view. Yeah, you can't put well, the what would happen? Oh, right, right, right. I think I, you would I, I have people just, just dropping out at a protest. It would be customer upheaval. Like you're taking value away from this thing that they're accustomed to only paying nine ninety nine for. I think it would really upset people and you wouldn't if – if we took WrestleMania and put it on traditional pay-per-view this year, took it off the network, I think you'd have a lot of people canceling the network and you'd have – a lot of unhappy customers who wouldn't be really excited to order WrestleMania on pay-per-view. And you have years of thinking that now that pay-per-view is worth 10 bucks. And like, right. now are you willing to spend 60 bucks for it after yeah. being, you know, programmed to think it's 10. I, right? I'll be honest. I still would. And I still, and I think fans will always pay. I, I do in any format. They'll talk shit. They'll, they'll claim they're leaving. They'll never leave. You'll they'll get a lot. Leave. You'll definitely get a lot, but I think there'll be a big drop off from, from previous years before they went to the network. You won't be able to show because the profit they'd make on the, the actual pay-per-view channel itself would blow it out the freaking window. Mm. Wow. And they, they would have to step up on the network, do more. I mean, notice they didn't do anything live from access in uh, the last two years for mania. They did it, hall it, of fame. You know what I mean? The, they've scaled back. Yeah. And, and it would make the, let's be, let's be very clear what I'm saying though. The, the, the network would be worth, not worthless, but a lot less worth what it was. If there is no mania, of course. And that's yeah. their top. That's the top thing they're pushing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so my my question on Ronda's impact on their business is: Do people and will people want to watch Ronda Rousey? Will she be a draw on a weekly basis, or even as frequent of a basis as every month on a WWE pay per view? Because her UFC fights were something special, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of time between them. She was more like a Brock. Great type. point, Glenn. Yeah, I think that's one thing that makes Brock Lesnar so valuable. Is like you can't overexpose him because he's only around every so often. And I guess, right. I guess it just depends on how, how often are they going to have Ronda Rousey around? I, I've heard some people say, well, maybe they're going to try to have Ronda on every other pay-per-view and Brock on the other pay-per-views. But uh, who knows? And that's if Brock resigns. That's a great segue for right. uh, the next topic. Brock Lesnar, he met with Dana White. Um, yeah. UFC yes, yesterday, uh, this seems to be their recurring pattern. Every time he's... Uh, contracts coming up he starts going to ufc events and showing up on camera and and really getting his face out there right. um is it it seems more worth it to the ufc than ever before to get brock because of just how how uh the lack of depth they have with superstars right now yeah i'm not the biggest ufc follower but like how many i asked this question on twitter earlier today how many big money fights are there for brock lesnar if John Jones isn't available. I guess there's, there's Daniel Cormier. There's, there's, yeah. Cormier there's would Stipe, probably right? light him up. But yeah, Stipe would be, I mean, these would all be big numbers, but it might be one of those that it hurts his drawing card badly for another fight. Like Definitely. You probably bring him in against someone easier, an older fighter, and then um, an older superstar. But again, yeah, I don't know who there is right now that, that would fit that bill. Yeah, and it makes me think. Well, he didn't go to UFC last time. Why? Right. Why would he go to UFC this time? He's older now. But well, he uh, kind of did too. He kind of got right. the best of both right. worlds last and, time. And, and WWE's shown the willingness to let him go do UFC on the side while he's still <laughs> under contract. So right. I don't know. He's like, I, he, he ain't leaving. He's just not leaving. There's no way. Yeah, it, it sounds to me like he's playing hardball. You know, he's he, he went and met with Dana White the other day. 
maybe we don't know, right, what happened today. He didn't show up on, on TV even though he was advertised. I, I would guess that they're not just going to, for, for the sake of an angle, take Brock Lesnar off of TV when he's advertised to be on TV in the middle of TV rights negotiation deals. He is the one guy that when they advertise, they kind of stick to it, him, him and Cena. It's not like one of yeah. those uh, that they just pull him without um, explanation usually. Yeah, so, and I would think he's a benefit to ratings and to viewership. So you don't you want to keep your viewership as strong as you can possibly get it right now because you're having those talks with with your TV partners right now. Yeah, you think, a bold move tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. It just feels like a repeat of 2015 in, in a lot of ways. <clears throat> and then you know, days before Mania, Brock shows up on ESPN and reveals that he resigned with WWE. You know, so I'm guessing I wouldn't be surprised if it plays out exactly the same this time. Yeah. And the rumor is that, you know, uh, I think Dave Meltzer reported last month in the Observer that Lashley uh, is WWE bound. He stopped negotiating with New Japan and that uh, that would be what Lesnar is doing after Mania is something with Lashley is uh, was at least one of the plans that they had. And uh, if he goes to UFC, he wouldn't be able to fight until August, is my understanding. I guess that it would be probably 90 days from whenever that contract ends. I think it's going to end in April. Yeah. Hmm. Man, this could be a much different landscape in the WWE that we're looking at post-mania, depending on how some of these things shake out. And I think that's very exciting at this point. You think the worth for Brock resigning is more the TV deals right now? Because it seems like you've kind of done all sure. the big angles you can with him. Sure. Yeah, I guess that, that would be the case with any big superstar because, because yeah. the, the, the business has changed in that it's not so much about create the big event, create the big match, and, and hype it up and get people to buy it. This business is more about guaranteed rights fees. Right, but like a Cena, you could you could re, you resign him. He's still facing the younger talent and guys that aren't like have to be big, big, huge blockbuster and, matches. And he shows up. That's the whole thing. What don't you think his networks are going to figure out? Brock shows up twice a year. Mm. So yeah, you, he'll be on your network three times a year. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it'll be but interesting I, to it's see. It's better to have Brock to, to tell people. Was that Brock's? Sorry, God. It, it's better to have Brock. And, and to have him for a few times a year than it is to not have him at all, I guess. Yeah. It is. That's true. And you and Brock is one of those guys you don't want him every week and on every pay-per-view anyway. That'd be like Undertaker at this point or, or whoever. It would just uh, take away that specialness. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, um, and then WWE, we were in WrestleMania season, but uh, New Japan, uh, they were in Australia, R- ROH Supercar to Honor, their pre-sale already broke uh, the ROH attendance record. Uh, Which was? Just quickly, quickly talk about that. Well, the previous record was like 4,000, something like that? The current record is about 3,500, and that was at uh, okay. WrestleMania weekend last year, Supercar Super of Honor, yep. And uh, they've cool. already got 4,600. Hundred pre-sale for the for this supercard wow. of honor. Question: Now, why don't they get made fun of? When I was with TNA, we legitimately had five thousand seats. Uh, not giveaways, by the way. Um, Bound for Glory in California. Um, oh, oh eight, oh eight. Um, Lashley versus Joe, me versus versus Mick Foley, and I forget the other fourth main event. But it was a really killer card, and it, and it was legit. Uh, those weren't papered seats. 
So my question is, how come no one makes fun of that number? Makes fun of the, the Ring of Honor number? Yeah. Because I, I think Ring of Honor's trajectory is more of an upward swing, and, and TNA's... Well, definitely now it's not. Of course not. But I'm saying even back then, we would be, we would be made fun of, I remember. Hmm. I, I, I think like, fans... Like someone, I think there's a, a lot of fans over the years who have been fans of, of TNA and have devoted themselves to TNA, and they feel burned for one reason or another. Yeah. Are you, less so in the case of Ring of Honor. My, mine's more about the talent that leaves and goes to WWE. And like, yeah, this is great. I'm wrestling in front of 50,000 people instead of 5,000. <laughs> and then it's mm. like, well, dude, you were Ring of Honor 2,500. Why aren't you saying that? Yeah, they're, they're, there's a double standard with fans with, with stuff like that, for sure. I think, um, I think there is a, you know, with, with our, ROH and New Japan, I think fans like to, you know, and New New Japan's not independent. I mean, they're uh, they're the hottest they've ever been in the United States. That's my uh, favorite wrestling company. That's my favorite wrestling company. No, I mean New and, Japan. It's nothing like I wrestled it for two years or a year and a half, and it's not even close to what it is right. Like it's amazing how good that company is right now. Yeah. So and ROH Brock had, is our champ. Yeah, that's right. He faced did, did he comp- he faced Kurt Angle in New Japan, right? Yeah, yeah, but but like I was, I wrestled Nak, uh, no, 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 uh, Yuji Nagata. I beat at the Dome like two matches right before Brock went out and won his title. It was a big deal for me, you know. Yeah. Um, but but like, it's not even close to what this business they're doing right now is. It's amazing to me. Yeah. Um. So how many how many seats can uh, Supercard of Honor hold this year? Uh, the arena. S- something just under six thousand. I think it's something about fifty seven hundred. Because I'll probably hit that with Cody and yeah. Kenny Omega still got yeah, six weeks to go. Right. Um, but yeah, that'll, that'll be big. You think uh, Cody's got, they've got the all in event. A lot of people are saying it's ROH. It's not ROH. It's uh, promoted by Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. The Bucks. And um, will, will they hit 10,000 people? Rumored to be Chicago or outside of Chicago? I would lean towards no, just because I don't know what's on the card. If they can get if they can get a Daniel Bryan on there or a CM Punk, I think CM Punk is unlikely. Maybe Daniel Bryan, but but Daniel Bryan, I've heard his contract isn't up until September twenty eighth. And, and when's really this? Gonna run this on, I think it's September first, correct? Ooh. Who, who's yeah? This is September first. Yeah, and then also uh, CM Punk is under contract to UFC. Right. So I mean, he is going to he's likely that. fighting again in in is it June uh, June or July? Um. If he loses and UFC decides to cut ties, you know, there's always that possibility because he's facing an 0-1 terrible fighter uh, with Mike Jackson's rumored opponent. So mm-hmm. um, I think if he Scott loses at that point. to Mickey Gall, right? Yeah, he lost quicker to Mickey Gall than CM Punk lost to Mickey Gall. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mike, yeah. Mike, is this, does he go by Michael Jackson or is it just Mike Jackson? I'm forgetting. But um, anyway, yeah. Gl- Glenn, you don't have a Michael Jackson impersonation? No, I do not. <laughs> I'm shocked at that, actually. What? I liked Michael Jackson as a kid. I thought, I thought Prince was cooler, but, you know, Michael's good. Thriller. No way. You're, yeah. you're, you're insane. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't think Prince was cooler The Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson? Prince no, had, like, two good no. songs. Michael well, Jackson. He, uh, you know, he, had, he had more than that, but he's nothing compared to Michael. No way. No way. No way. I don't know. No, Prince I, is an icon too, but no. Michael was, dude. Michael was all across the board. Like, Michael's great. I'm just saying, like he was never like. But my, it's kind of like how it must have been for you know our parents' generation with the Beatles. Like you couldn't escape Michael Jackson. And I went and saw um, 
the Cirque du Soleil, Michael Jackson yeah, show in Vegas. Really um, good. It was really good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. At time, I bought illegal tickets, but I still got it anyhow. We got great seats. The, um, it was fantastic. The Beatles is the only thing I've seen that's come close to it. I, really, I didn't like the Beatles one, but I thought the Michael Jackson one was oh, fantastic. I love the Beatles one. Brandon, who drew bigger, Prince or Michael Jackson? Probably yeah. Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But by the time I was a kid in like the nineties, though, the, I guess oh, yeah. you always cumulatively, the, Prince yeah, played to more people over the course of his life because he did more shows. Michael, who started in the 70s, may I add, as a little kid, fell off in the 90s. Oh, how horrible. (laughs) (laughs) And Thriller is still the the greatest. Thriller is fantastic. Best album ever. Off the Wall, I mean, come on. Don't stop till you get enough. Thriller is better. with you. I don't know. I think Off the Wall is. As I grew up, I came to appreciate Off the Wall more. All right. Well, um, well, Brandon, thanks as always. Uh, <laughs> uncomfortable Raj garbling, in case you fans at home didn't get that. Next week, we dive into the back catalog of New Edition and their solo careers. Okay, Talk okay, about Belbo DeVoe, Ralph Tresman, um, Johnny. Okay, so next week on the show, yeah. that's Raj's like, hook. <laughs> Actually, next week, let's talk about Wednesday. Raj, starting this Wednesday, what's happening on the Wrestling Inc. podcast? Yeah, Matt Morgan will be joining us every Wednesday for our Wednesdays yeah. at noon podcast. But real quick, Brandon, th- th- thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah. we'll, we'll have I'm, you I'm on again I'm going to some music industry research after this, is, this show is over. There we go. <laughs> Big Prince versus Michael Jackson article coming on Wrestling Inc. soon. Yeah. Receive Drew with bigger attendance. There we go. <laughs> Absolutely. Close. All right, uh, I'm saying care. cumulative, cumulatively over the course of their lifetimes. Um, I'll take it. Fine, Michael, easily. Actually, that'd be the, the number. I think will be surprisingly close. Um, all right. So all you guys, yeah, if you guys, so thanks, Brandon, for coming on. Matt, you think Brock definitely resigns then? No question. No yeah. question. I mean, the fact that he went to social media—that's weak for Brock. So weak. It 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 is. Uh, when he's posing for pictures with Dana White, it is very transparent. And Brock, that ain't Brock's game. So that's him letting somebody else do that. It tells me what, you know, he's going to, he's going to lose. All right, guys, real quick in the questions, do, we'll do a couple of questions. Use hashtag Russ, uh, WE podcast and we'll see him and we'll do a couple real quick. Um, and uh, all right, let's see here. Next week, Prince oh, versus oh, Matt quick. Morgan. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Sorry, one second. A lot of Michael Jackson versus Prince comments. Yeah, good job, guys. Important <laughs> stuff. Good job, fans. You, you guys, do you think uh, Brock is worth it with the with the schedule that he works? Sadly, yes. And I'm not saying sadly be a dick. I'm just saying uh, I, I, I'm all about new talent. Like that's why I like to watch the show. I like to watch the Seths, the Finns. Those are my guys I like to watch the most. But there's just something real when Brock Lesnar's music hits that I'm still yet to see duplicated. Yeah. That feeling when he's in the arena. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Jose's asking. He's a superstar. Yeah. Jose's asking Matt what he thinks of the Young Bucks facing the Golden Lovers at the, uh, the Love it. show. Love it. And I'll be watching it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that'll be awesome. Um, Hell yeah. Someone's mentioned, no, don't know. When will Neville return to WWE? Uh, you know, when they come to terms, bro, Neville's kind of frozen right now. They're not going to release him. Um, and so oh, that's, really? yeah. He, How does that work, though? Contract, technically? That's what they did with Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, that uh, if you're under yeah. contract, uh, they, they 
feel that they can hold you as as long as you know so any time that you miss you got to make up that time um, to make up for the the full length of your contract so no matter what Neville has to come back and wrestle uh, you're saying unless he finds a way to get released yeah I, you know unless Holy crap he, he's gonna hold a lot of dates yeah it, months, it depends how much time was on his contract but yeah so yeah because now I I mean, credit you give him credit right you give him credit for having the balls to like walk away from wwe it's a big deal especially for a smaller guy it just is yeah um but i give him props for that but in the same token it's like after one year of being on the indies yes you'll make you may make better money you got your dream matchups you'll get them out of the way but then what hmm. but you would think like a new japan or uh, would sign neville right they would, but but again, if he that's what happened. Once you start signing a contract, okay, not like what Cody was doing at first, where he was like naming his own price per show almost, yeah. right? And that's when he made a killing. But even Cody, yeah. who's a bigger name than, than than Neville is, had to come to terms with a contract with one of those com- with two of those companies now, I believe. Yeah. Right, one or two. It has to happen eventually, and that's where you're going to lose the money. Versus, my opinion, you know, he's a cruiserweight, but I guarantee you he made very good money. Mm-hmm. With WWE, I guarantee it. So, someone's at yeah, for sure. Um, someone's asking, who would win Brock versus Lashley in an MMA fight? Oh, uh, Brock before diverticulitis. Yeah, like Brock. if it took place now. Bobby, I think so too. Even though Bobby. Brock looked good against Mark Hunt, but also that it was questionable with what came out later. So if it's, he's such an underrated athlete, Bobby, because he's so quiet and mild mannered. He's nothing like Brock in that in that regard, right? You don't get that oh fuck reaction out of Bobby that that screams Mister Badass. And there's something to be said about that, you know what I mean? But once that bell rings and they do their thing, I got my money on uh, Bobby for sure. Post diverticulitis, Brock. Yeah, I'm yeah, very clear about that. Brock's older now. It's a lot of things got to go into this. Yeah, I think ten years ago Brock would have. Destroy yes, kill, kill him. Would kill him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think uh, I think that's about it. Glenn, did did we have anything else? No, I think uh, I think we got it all, man. The chat's been really lively tonight. So uh, thanks oh. everyone for hanging out live and participating. Wednesday, we'll be back here to talk about SmackDown Live. John Cena is showing up tomorrow night to talk about his road to WrestleMania, how he's going to get there. Will this snap him out of his funk? We shall see. Uh, we will, I'm sure, know the latest about the drama with Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, uh, uh, Sami Zayn, and uh, what's going on with AJ Styles. Man, SmackDown, please don't don't be too much of a letdown tomorrow night. All right. Uh, and we'll yeah. talk about it all. Oh, and also, uh, if you missed the podcast, we got the replay that goes on Facebook Live right after this on our Facebook channel, facebook.com slash wrestlinginc. Yeah, uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Mr. Matt Morgan is at BP Matt Morgan. And Raj, yours is Raj Geary underscore 303. Yeah. Hey, guys. Guys, you want want really good supplements? Go on my Instagram page. Check out my profile page and click on the hot link for Redcon 1. Click on it. You'll get 10% savings on every supplement to take. I suggest Total War. Guys, that shit lit me up so much that in the middle of getting dressed for the gym, I didn't realize I didn't get out of my sneakers yet. That's how much that stuff hit me and how quickly it hit me. I showed up to the gym in my Crocs that I was wearing. That's I'm telling you guys, that's the best advertisement I could think of if something works or not. Is you're not even paying attention because your heart's beating out of your chest. 
So you want to lose weight? That's the way to go. Go to Redcon One and do ten percent on my profile page. That's Sounds right. like uh, the old school hydroxy cut. Good stuff. Before oh, they took it brother, off the market. yes, yes. <laughs> I, I'm being serious. Yes. Oh, I remember. Those Icoprolest out of the water. <laughs> yes, Raj. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Cool, guys. Back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Until next time, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll see you back here. Take care, everybody. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save